Just how far can Cam Rising take this Utah team? And do the Utes have one of the best QB rooms in the country? You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you for making Locked On Utes your first listen every single day. We are available on all platforms. My name is JT Wistersill, and on today's show, we're going to be talking about Cam Rising, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who has helped completely revitalize Utah's season a season ago. And in order to talk about Cam, I want to bring on a special guest. He's the KSL.com sports director covering Utah football, basketball, and gymnastics as well. Also, my former boss, please welcome to the podcast. Josh Furlong. Josh, thank you for joining us this morning. Hey. Yeah, great to have you on. So one thing, just Cam Rising had such an incredible impact on this Utah football team a year ago. But it's one of those things I want to take it back a little bit. When he first transferred from Texas to Utah, did you think he was capable of what he did last season? I, I don't know if it, we thought he was capable of our quarterback everybody was kind of excited um but it was interesting because you know you know he was gonna have it, it didn't really you, you didn't really know what by all accounts you know every time kyle would talk, talk about this excitement that i i, I haven't quite when he talks about a quarterback and so you you him when he was on the scout team and everything that way you knew there could be be something I don't I don't know if somebody that would would do well for him. So actually, see it unfold. Uh, we thought we were going to get it in twenty twenty, um, but it was, was you know it was a fun season to be able to watch that and and kind of the the dynamic that he had as well as the 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 team around him. Yeah, what an incredible ride it was. And was that something, did you were at the San Diego State game. Just how did you feel the energy on the Utah sideline, the team? I'm sure even in the press box, you could just feel the change once Cam stepped in for Charlie, correct? Yeah, it was, it was different, right? Because going into that game, I've expected Utah just to roll over San Diego State. I was expected to, to, to be this better team um, about San Diego State. Then it was just kind of like they laughed. Nothing was really working. There wasn't a lot of urgency. And then the second Cam Rising gets in, I don't want to say it was from everybody there, but the second he started going, the offensive line suddenly blocked better. You know, Cam needed to. Things kind of changed in a way that in that first half with with, with Charlie Brewer. And so you can think of something different right then, right? Like we didn't fully after the game and kind of what everybody was saying. It's interesting to kind of get that vibe, right? To be able to say, okay, okay, can come back and win this game. They obviously took it and come out on their end, but uh, I I think Sock Cam really just changed the dynamic of what people wanted to do with him. Yeah, I, one of the biggest things you touched on right there, I think that's helped Cam really turn around this team, is he's such a phenomenal leader. We heard Coach Whittingham talk about it as 
press conference at Pac-12 Media Day how Cam's one of the best leaders he's ever been around. And when you've been coaching as long as Coach Witt has, that's an extremely high compliment as well received by Cam. And just your experience talking with some of the players as well, what do you think makes Cam such a great leader and just a guy that everyone wants to follow into battle? You know, the funny thing is when he kind of got this the similar view in my eyes, every time you talk about Cam, especially if you're asking him so special, they always get a smile on their face. There's about him and his personality that, that really resonates with him. talk to a lot of the players, and, and they, they say that Cam cares, right? Now, that sounds really simple. You know, wouldn't any of your teammates care? You know, he's he's out there, like, trying to honestly find out where he's trying to find out, you know, what's going on with his wide and, and I think it just, there's this, Cam's got your back no matter what happens, right? He, and he, he's going to give his best, but he's also going to lift you up. It's kind of an underrated thing in sports, right? Like, everybody's supposed to, you're, you're supposed to go in there and be tough, sport. It's a mental sport. It's a physical sport. And not going to be on your A game every single day. And I think something that that allows people to feel confident in them, to know that, look, I've got somebody that understands what this is. Know that I, I can go to Cam and he'll, he'll talk, talk to me. Now, necessarily only the players do, um, but, but I think what comes down to it is, is, is Cam is just there. He's, he's easy to to fight for because he he's he's going to yeah he's just one of those guys you can tell his teammates just love playing for him Dalton Kincaid is always smiling but the smile gets a little bit bigger when he starts to talk about Cam and you know one thing that a lot of Utah fans were excited to hear about Cam was that he feels like his arm strength is back this year and that was something that I think a lot of people didn't realize maybe how much the shoulder injury hampered him a season ago so do you think we're going to kind of see a Cam Rising unleash this season? Yeah I don't know if it'll be like notice there will be a, a situation where he'll deep throws uh, I you know he was able to do it a hundred percent in being able to feel like he could get the fling motion but I think that's kind of the difference this year when he he talks about it it's more just confidence and being anything i want to do now whereas last last year the case and, and it's not like cam missed a ton right i that you know the completions every quarterback is going to have incompletion differences now it's just having that confidence in his arm to be a short pass i can dump off you know whatever that is my arm and be able to go 40 50 yards to be able to i, I think that's kind of the difference right like i don't you know against florida or or any of these other other games and think well he changed his game and now it's a different maybe maybe that that, that happens but i think i think as much it's and i think it's, it's going to be just more in the sense that he's confident he's got more to zip on the ball and and just being able to he has a full season under his belt as the starting quarterback 
Yeah, and that's one of the most crazy things to think about is Cam was already – he was very confident. You know, if he's going on the field against anyone, he absolutely thinks he's going to win. He thinks his team is going to get it done. He talked about how he's still bothered a little bit that their season ended with a loss. You know, us as Utah fans, everyone was just happy to be at the Rose Bowl. But Cam was kind of like, no, like we work towards – we expect to be here every day. So to come out with a loss in that game, you could tell it was really disappointing and bothered him. So, yeah, it is going to be great to see the kind of zip he has on the ball less than a month away from the Florida game. It's really exciting for this Utah team. We're going to talk about Cam a little bit more in just a second, but first I want to tell you guys about LinkedIn Talent Solutions. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then, Add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experiences so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn. Post your jobs for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may apply. So, talked about it. Really encouraging to see Cam is going to have more zip on the ball this year. You know, everyone from the supporting cast, really out, uh, big contributors outside of Britton Covey and I guess TJ Pledger, but it just feels like we're in for the hype around Jalen Glover is really getting going. So it feels like his loss won't be felt as much, especially after, you know, TJ obviously the third down guy, receiving guy. And then you see what Makai did in the Rose Bowl when he's not playing corner, then you feel really good about that as well. So it feels like Cam is set up to put up even better numbers this season. And not just because he's going to be starting from the get-go, but because of more conti- more continuity with the supporting cast and even Coach Ludwig having an entire offseason to truly design a game plan around camp. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the interesting thing, right? A team that's basically been together for at least one way. You know, when we talked to Andy Ludwig, he said, you know, right? I mean, he, he talked about, about having little way. And I think that's the nice thing. Right, like Utah has depth, yeah, a player that can can break for running back room that you never know what who's going to break out. It's supposed to be the established back, but I wouldn't be surprised if and breaks away or Jalen Glover or you know. But then you've got the tight ends. We always know we know what the tight ends do. We can cater money that way, and then you've got your wide receiver Solomon Enos, and you've got a bunch of other guys the system you know i think whatever threat like utah can attack it and i think that is invaluable for an offensive coordinator who doesn't have to be a ground and pound team which has always kind of been home they come in there they've got their running back in times and they'll probably still you know humble it or whatever but now now you've got so, so much more allows utah to be able to be competitive with playing at a high, high rate. I remember a couple times last, last year zipping along, and it's like that offense scored so fast, defense had to be back in a, in a different way, right? A lot, a lot of people you on the field forever because you 
Utah can't score. Now, and their defense is back on the field. But they've got that. That's the nice thing about Utah right now. They've got a lot of veteran players on, on offense to do it. And barring injury, you know, there, there's a lot of well for this Utah team on that offensive side of the ball. Yeah, it's, I mean, you return 17 starters in total. Um, lose a couple of guys. It's, we mentioned Britton Covey uh, departing. I mean, you lose Nick Ford, but the offensive line still feels like getting everyone back and healthy. Hearing that Jaron Kump is going to be full go for the Florida game is a great news for Utah. And I think everyone has all confidence in the world that Braden Dane is going to hold it down from that left tackle spot as well. So it's just going to be fun to watch this Utah offense work, as you talked about, because we know they can run the football effectively. Cam can run the ball when plays break down as well. Something you can have everything planned out for. You got everyone covered. You're trying to get the quarterback and then Cam jukes a guy out, makes a miss for the sack. Or a lot of times he's just so strong. It's just tough to bring him down sometimes. And then he's able to charge forward and get a first down, which can really just break the will some of these defenses. And this is a Utah team. We talked about rushing the ball and then kind of that intermediate passing attack, that 10 to 15 yards is something they were really good at this year. And we're all expecting a Devon Bailey breakout. He was kind of the star of spring ball, had the big catch in the spring game as well. But if you had to guess just how many times this season or I'll go, how many plays a game do you think we're going to see? Do you think it's every single game we're going to see an explosive pass from Cam that's going to go for 40 yards? Do you think it's something that's going to be every other game? How do you anticipate kind of the explosive element being how frequently it'll be used in this Utah offense? Yeah, you know, it's hard It's hard to predict that, but I, right? I think every single game you're going to at least get one of them. Um, they don't, you don't need, need a bunch of those, right? I mean, plays and being able to do that. Um, but quite, quite honestly, the forty-yard bomb every every single game. I think I think as long as he's able to consistently hit yards, you know, as well as everything underneath. I think if he can consistently do that and and hit hit those turns, right, it you know you've got got somebody like like a Jalen him streak for like forty-five yards and then all for an easy touchdown grab or something like that. I just don't know know if that's that's you yet. I you know I, I think Kyle kind of alluded to want to be able to get to that level and say you deep know, threat. Um, and, and, you know, and it's funny to watch out. You know, he said watch out if we're able to do that. Now, I've covered Kyle for about ten years now, now and I don't I don't know if he's anything like that. Right? He's he's very reserved necessarily brag about his team in in the way that maybe some other ways but like you don't really hear him say or, or you know we're going to be really good if this is what happened I like you know cam rising he's he's good at those quick dump passes he's able to get those intermediate passes he can do the deep ball but now if you can get i you know i i don't know how you you guard you to drop that and then what happens to the run game? And then interesting concept to be able to look at what Andy his disposal. And I, I think Utah may switch. I think you're going to see an opportunity where, look, you know, Stanford last year, there was no reason to get a Stanford couldn't do anything to stop it. And so I think the way that Utah will have those deep passes with camera rising, Utah is so versatile that they can just switch it on and just play to whatever their opponent brings.
Yeah, it is such a nice luxury to have, and it's what should make Utah one of the best teams in the country, especially going into the season on paper and offensively. If they can't unlock that, as you mentioned, Josh, just going to be – it's like pick your poison. Like there's almost going to be no way to stop it. So it'll be fun to see if they're able to achieve that. Josh, one thing I'm curious to ask you about is, do you think Cam is the best quarterback in the Pac-12? Ooh, question. I, you know, I watched Caleb Williams when he was at Oklahoma at quarterback. Uh, he, he was a rookie, and so that's some of the things that, you know, he's got to learn. Even then, phenomenal. Um, you know, I from standpoint and, and and what he's able to get up for echelon, I still might give Caleb Williams. And as, as of right now, I mean, it's it's hard, hard to know. It's going to be hard to know because, you know, Caleb Williams is going to have, you know, four or five-star – receivers at ball too so, so i think it'll be an interesting season but the reality is even if he's matters right the, the fact that utah has one of the best quarterbacks even if you're beaten out by caleb williams who's expected to be one of the, you know i mean you're, you're still in that, that conversation i, I see and but, but you know what you never know maybe the injury that we were expecting um and, and so maybe as of right now, I I have the the upper hand to you know Caleb that is disposal, you know the the type of um, Cam. It's not that he's you know that. I think it's just it's probably like a one A one B type situation. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that, and it's interesting as well because they feel like they're very different quarterbacks. When you look at Caleb Williams, he's the guy who he's going to make so many throws and plays a game. I'll never forget watching the Red River rivalry, watching him step on the field versus Texas. Some of those incredible throws he was making all over the field. But then you watch some of his other games as well, and he just makes a lot of head scratching throws as well. So it really feels like he can get, make throws that can can't make. And then also makes throws that Cam would never make in terms of a dangerous and just a dumb decision. So it really is interesting. And you mentioned so much. We expect this Utah receiving group to be improved this year. We know the tight ends are going to ball out and do their thing. But you got guys like Jordan Addison and all those other four- and five-star receivers. And, and in a Lincoln-Riley offense, who I really like Coach Ludwig. I think he's a really good offensive coordinator. I mean, Lincoln-Riley is one of the best offensive minds in college football as well. So we know that USC offense should put up high numbers. But it will be interesting to see by the end. I have no doubt that Caleb Williams is going to throw for more yards than Cam this season. But I also know he's going to throw more interceptions as well. So I think it's one of those things where each side would take their guy and it's not really a loser in that situation, as you mentioned, because these are two of the best quarterbacks in college football. Absolutely. Now, one thing that's always kind of a threat, especially as we saw happen with Utah two, two years ago, you mentioned it when Cam went down, is you got to have a good backup, someone who's ready to step up and do their thing. And then, of course, last year, Cam was a backup as well. And he just ended up winning the job outright. So who do you – that's kind of been the big question going into camp amongst – we know who our quarterback is. There's not a lot of big questions, honestly, but one of them is the battle for quarterback two. Who do you think in the end is going to win it? Will it be Jaquindon Jackson, excuse me, or Bryson Barnes? You know, I've I've gone back and forth on this so many. I I kind of wondered, you know, is is, is Bryson as the the backup, right, or is this just Andy Ludson? So we're going to go with that. But the reality is, Bryson Barnes. Is is legit, right? Like he's he's the guy to win that. I mean, this happens, right? Stetson Bennett wanted a, a, a thing where, where walk-ons can't 
become back in job, you know, I, I think Bryce and Barnes be able to do, do that. Now, now, with that being said, I, I think if he can tap into his full potential, I think he has uh, um, he, he's more multi-use. He's got a bunch of you know dual threat action. Obviously, we understand business, business, but I but I think like if if, if and, and be able to do that, I think he's probably the better option. If you, you want somebody that's stable, somebody that can make those throws hands down, right? I mean, we saw that in, in the Rose Bowl. I think every that, which, which was funny, right? right? I think even us, is, but at the same time, you look back on all, all the things that they always say, like, like Bryson is the number two guy, the depth chart, and, and it was like, it, it didn't fully make sense yet, and so it was really hard. But I think I think once you got, you did see it. You did see that Bryson can make those throws. They're put into one of the the toughest environments of all of them. There, throw a touchdown to give Utah a chance to win. So, can he do that on a consistent basis? Right. I mean, you know, for Utah to be able to have can to stay healthy, and they need him to not miss any time. But I, I think Utah's okay, right? I think Bryson. Some new guy, he's okay. Jaquindon Jackson, he still needs. I know in the offseason, he's worked a ton at that, he's making strides that that Kyle had talked about, and, and just do what he needed to do. So I I think with a full uh, Jaquindon Jackson in his in the right mindset, I mean he, he let, let let's be real, he suffered I believe to him that died in a year's time. That's really. And, you know, he told me in the spring that he just wasn't football, right? Like, as much, much as you want to be that guy, the reality was is he, he just wasn't in the right. He's now in that spot, right? That It doesn't mean that those things faster that he hasn't forgot about them. But I think he's now at a level where I can, can play at a competitive you know, level and be able to do what he needs. So to see how it goes. We probably won't find out any about that into camp because they've got to get pads on and they've got to be. I wouldn't be surprised if Jaquindon at the at the time. I, I I'm still going to default that to. Yeah, I mean it's one of those things you talked about when you put a guy into the Rose Bowl in that high pressure of a situation, a moment, and he performs really well. It's hard not to think he's going to be the backup. And even though we could still see some packages for. Jaquindon, this coaching staff might feel that the best person to run this offense once Cam goes down is Bryson. And by no means does Bryson have Jaquindon's wheels, but he still can move a little bit. We saw that kind of the run in the spring game as well, got the taunting flag, but <laughs> outside of that, still can do a little bit on the move. So it is going to be interesting to see what happens if Cam did go down for some reason, but Utah is in good, has a good quarterback room. We're going to talk about the future of that quarterback room in just a second, but first, I want to tell you guys about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL season just getting underway as well, golf, and of course, college football. You guys know the national media is always low on this Utah team, so make sure you head head over to Bet Online to see what odds and lines you guys can cash in on for some of the upcoming games and just the season in general. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening. Bet Online, where the game starts. 
So, Josh, we talked about this Utah team is in great hands with Cam Rising. And it feels like if he has – I mean, he's been in college a long time as well. So it feels like if he has a good season, I believe this will be his – fifth season i know personally he was at a when he started out at texas i have a friend i played high school football with who was teammates with cam and then once utah got cam he's like oh cam's gonna be great so it just cam has been in college for a long time so it feels like with a good season he will leave we talked about jaquindon we talked about bryson a little bit there's another guy in nate johnson who's coming in we all expect him to redshirt this year but certainly the highest recruit of that group so even though we have a lot to talk about with this season, I still think it's interesting to look ahead. Who do you think will be Utah's starting quarterback by game one of next season? Now, there may be a chance where he's not even on the roster, right? I mean, little type setting. Uh, but I think right now, Johnson, he's expected to be, you know, pretty – it's hard to, to see how that translates from his high school. Um, I mean, he was he – was, was dynamic in high school and was able there, but but D one football is a different quarterback. You know you're expected to be able to be this good. No, right? To to me, it's a tough situation, right? Right? Because I, I Jaquin didn't be that starting quarterback, and I believe that if Jaquin makes the progress that he needs to and be able to make more accurate, I think he can be that starter. I think I, I don't want to make this. I think he's a really talented player. I just don't know if you, you get that same with Cam, right? And 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 of course they're different. Those two, but I think that's what's hard. If the progress that he needs to, I think he can be, be that. So I'll be surprised if somebody like Nate Johnson does come in. Like I said a transfer quarterback comes in and and Utah goes. I just don't know if we've really seen enough from from confident that Utah's in a great position next year that I think there's going to be a nice battle that goes and and and, and happens that that way little reps under Nate Johnson you know he joins the team this fall in there and Jaquindon you know he's got the experience in the understands Ludwig's offense but back that can make throws right right like Unless you every play and be able to do all these things, you know. But we, people forget that Lamar can still throw the ball. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna give you a cop out answer right now. That's no, no. I, I think Nate Johnson's probably the odds on. I think he's he's probably got more accuracy level in 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 Division One football. Is have that experience. Yeah, it's going to be a fun battle. It'll be interesting to see who win it, who wins it. Like you said, uh, Nate Johnson probably would be. He's got a really good chance to win it. That's personally my pick. We're way far out from the game, and you got a quarterback that talented. I just think a year in a system, learning under these guys. I think next year it'll be his job, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if Bryson or Jaquindon ends up nabbing it instead. Josh, before we get get you out of here, we got one more for you. You are the AP voter for Utah, so you're someone who understands the landscape of college football as a whole. What kind of a season do you think Utah is going to have this year? Yeah, I think Utah is absolutely in the, what people expect them to do as a college. I think they can be in that, that mix, and I think it start a if you can get a win there, you know, I think that allows 
people to kind of give them. A lot of national media is giving Utah credit. State they still thought that Utah was a dynamic team. Now, if you can start the season with a win in SEC country environment, that only that only helps you play and do whatever you need to do. But I think you they they have what it takes to at least be in that conference. Utah will be in the playoffs, probably not. I think if they can run the table in the in the conference and win 100, I think they might be able to be that first Pac-12 to be able to get there. But it's tough, right? I mean, it's games, you know, relatively unscathed. Regardless, though, I still think Utah isn't content. I think that, you know, they've got all the pieces there, barring in. I think they've got everything that they need to to be able to do it. Top 15 team, I think if you can stay a top 15 team all the season, I think that's success. That means you're winning a lot of and and quite honestly, if you're a Utah fan, that's what you want. If you want them to win, if they don't get to the playoffs, it's not the end of the world. It's still a great opportunity. Conference first, you know that's that's what matters the most. At the very least, to try try to do those things. Those are the things. I, you know, to me, I think they they still still get a lot of those top teams, and and I think there's there's no reason to. Yeah, I think this, like you mentioned, this team is set up for success. It is just so hard. It's the reason we've really only seen Alabama be able to do it every single season. So hard to run the table. Just even losing just one game is so tough. And it's one of those things as well where even if Utah lost just one game and still won the Pac-12 championship, there's still a world where they don't get in, which is crazy. But the other conferences do it as well. It's just there's a level of competition thing that plays into it. There's a lot that goes into this, but Utah will definitely have a chance this season. And arguably the biggest reason for that will be Cam Rising. So Josh, really appreciate you coming on today. If you guys want to hear more from Josh, just launched a, Josh just launched a new podcast as well as always turning out content at KSL.com covering the Utah beat. Make sure you guys go follow Josh on Twitter, JFUR. KSL on Twitter. Also, if you guys are in the market for a second listen every day, make sure you guys head over to Locked on Pac-12, where host Spencer McLaughlin takes you around the conference in under 30 minutes with other Locked on hosts. Lots of lots of conference football season preview going on, so a little bit realignment talk as well. If you guys are curious about the state of the pack, make sure you guys head over and check out Locked on Pac-12. Make sure you guys go follow the show at Locked on Utes on Twitter. I'm JT Wistersill. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a good one.